Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Anyway, so then Money Penny, sorry, then we find out that Bond has passed, has been passed for active duty, noting exceptional stamina. Mm. You wouldn't put that, would you? She, like, her Money Penny have a bit of a Money Penny gives her some shit, doesn't she? She slut shames her. Yeah, so seriously, but again, that's like so. Bond's quite happy to have sex with a doctor, but not Money Penny, and like, yeah, it, it does feel a little bit. If if Money Penny is into him, this does feel a little bit personal. <laughs> Yeah, because Bond doesn't care where he does it. Like, this happens... Yeah. He shags warm flash in a surgery bit. Mm. I'm sure he yeah. can get money penny into a corner somewhere and say, right, fucking, here's another cigar. <laughs> Roll that. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right? And it's... I just don't... Do, do we think they actually have done it? We just have, we've never seen them do it. I think they might have done it once, mm. and uh, they, it was both a bit awkward, so they're just avoiding talking about it. But she's not. She brings it up every time. Yeah, so, so, so does he. <laughs> yeah, just, Maybe it was the one time he couldn't get it up. Oh. Mm. Uh, now that's a whole movie. Mm. Yeah. Oh, Bond's lost his mojo. To answer earlier question, um, the erection reflex is a lot, of, a lot of space in the spine, so he might actually still be able to. Just won't feel anything. So. But Yeah, but how he might not be able to get aroused because he can't feel her yeah. you know, touching his balls in it. Yeah, but you know, a lot of guys get aroused and just sat on a bus. It just happens sometimes. Yeah, but that's because you can feel it wobbling. <laughs> yeah, but you, you, you can feel it, but the, the lower half of your body can feel it. Like the, the nerves are reacting to the vibrations and but without, without your brain getting involved. So you probably maybe can get it up, but you probably wouldn't be able to do anything with it because you can't feel it. So, What does it say about being shot up the arsehole? Uh, that's f- further research required. <laughs> yeah, that's the exact opposite of Dean's speciality. To be fair, that's true. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Then we go to Azerbaijan. So, so we get like loads of pumps and cranes, and yeah. Bond turns up in his little toy car. Yeah, and Emma's told him specifically not to shag Electra as well. Yes, <laughs> just, she but... says, "For fuck's sake, just, just put it, leave it in your pants, will you?" Yeah. That's why was it Holly had to Molly had to sweep it off because it's dust at this point. It's just yeah. constant. Yeah, it's got the fluid left. So he arrives at Electra's pipeline site, and uh, he's, he, we not meet, a euphemism. But not not a yeah. euphemism. We meet Davidoff, mm. Clearwater. Um, he tells Bond they're having problems with the villagers, and um, that he's told Electra to stay away for her own safety. But of course, she turns up in a helicopter. Oh, also on the way in, as he's driving up to the, the house, we um we do see the Chekhov's flying chainsaw. Chekhov's flying chainsaw. Oh yeah. What are these things for? They're for I trimming trees. Oh yeah, no, trees. they're not. They are. They're stupid. What's wrong <laughs> with a bloke and a ladder? Well, trees uh, are tall. Well, it takes longer, <laughs> doesn't it? Why are you trimming trees? What's wrong with the trees? It's a clear the driveway, isn't it? So leaves don't go in your fancy cars, I guess. Mm. It does seem like overkill to have this massive flying chainsaw just to cut back a few branches. But well, this feels like someone's had an idea of oh, I tell you what would be good: big buzz saws on the bottom of a of a helicopter. Write that in. I've googled it. It's real. 
Is it? Yeah. It prunes trees. Yeah, it prunes trees. It prunes trees. Yeah, and it says here, it's um, the ah, the major clients tend to be um, uh, like electrical companies that have power cables that can't get interfered with. So ah, there we go. Yeah, there we mm. are. Fair enough. I'll take it back. Yeah, yeah. So then he meets Electra. She sorted out the villagers. They're all happy. So she's a good diplomat. And, and then he says, look, your life's in danger. And she laughs and says, my life's always in danger because of the oil. Yes. And she a, said, anyway, I don't want to... think about competing pipelines, isn't it? Oh, is God, a, yeah. I mean, fucking hell. Who could give a shit? <laughs> Seems excessive. Yeah. yeah. Um, she says that, um, well, why the fuck would I want MI6 to protect me after I got kidnapped and they did nothing? And, they bl- and you blew up my dad. <laughs> and yeah, I blew up your dad. It was cool. <laughs> and you blew up my dad. It's a much shorter film. It's the shortest film of the series. It's five minutes long, that one. Mm. Starring Jerry Adams. Um, <laughs> so fucking hell. Electra says she needs to go skiing, check on the pipeline. And then Bond goes, I've always wanted to check the pipeline. <laughs> that seems like an impractical setup. You can only check your pipeline if you can ski on a massive mountain. Yeah. Mm. And they, they, they ski down the mountain, and then we get the exciting. Uh, Parahawk oh, sequence. God. My yeah, what, is, good what is this? Lord. How is this boring? Because it's in so theory, boring. It yeah. should be great. It's skis. They're mm. always good sequences. Mm. They've got these whatever skidoos that fly. Flying it should be mowers. great. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Fa- fan powered sleds or something with parachutes on them. It's a really strange setup. It should yeah. be cool. And yeah. it's rubbish. It's so dull. There's been so many yeah. memorable ski sequences in bomb films, and this one's so fucking dull. Well, they all get blown up one by one. Oh, well, we haven't talked about who directed it. Oh, yeah, Michael Apted. Michael Apted, who's wonderful, but I, I think possibly having a director who specialises in filming people being seven years older <laughs> might not be the best director for He's, an action I, film. I mean, he, he passed away recently, didn't he? He but, did, um, yeah. They should have and come he made back. some very good films, to be He fair. did. Well, they should come back but and they do... weren't action films. The world is not enough. Ten up. You should come back and do that and see how everyone's getting on. <laughs> James Bond looks completely different. Yeah. <laughs> uh, He's now working for the council. Oh, that's good. <laughs> well, I hope when I grow up, I, I'm able to kill myself in a fishing boat. <laughs> Young Q there from 1950. Um, yeah, so there's a big avalanche, and Bond luckily has that coat that turns into a giant golf ball. And yeah. they're protected from the avalanche. I don't see how. Yeah, that, that doesn't look like it. it's got the no. tensile strength to resist yeah. like no. 2,000 tons of snow. But Also, why has he got this with him? Right? Because the first, because when he lands in Azerbaijan, that's how you say it, Azerbaijan, mm. is it's like proper hot desert, right? Now, I yeah. know in that part of the world you go higher up and there's a lot of snow, but he wouldn't have brought his fucking big puffer jacket with him. No. <laughs> and they've gone quite... straight there. They've gone straight there from the from the desert bit to the snow bit. And it's like, oh, it's a good thing I brought my fucking puffer. <laughs> I love there's a mix-up. Like, he opens his bag and he's actually got those bagpipes. <laughs> like, what yeah. the fuck? Oh, <laughs> Q-severed head. <laughs> oh, who's put that in there? <laughs> with a look of bliss on his face. The post-it <laughs> saying, lol. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> boys at the office. Oh, I'll have to post it back now. Um, although, no... Um, Key with seven fingers in a Pringles tube. Just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, someone's packed me a sausage roll. Oh, <laughs> it's one Ew. of those big ones that you get in the butchers. <laughs> no, when you go to the butchers and you get a sausage roll, it's much bigger. No, okay, fair enough. I'm just doing some uh, observational comedy there. <laughs> um, so they emerge from the snow, and. Um, she asks who's trying to kill her, and Bond says he doesn't know, but he'll find out, which is not really reassuring, no. is it? Also, he does know. He's been told to lie to her. Oh, mm. yes, that's right, yeah. She asks Bond to stay with her, and he says, I can't. And he's like, I'm going to have to go home and knock one off. <laughs> yeah. So then he goes to uh, Flash Casino, owned by Valentin Sikowski from Goldeneye. No, no. Genuinely, this is the first bit I went like. This is not what a casino and a bun film is supposed to look no, like. No, no, it's not. It's, it looks no, like an old people's home yeah. that they yeah. moved some roulette tables into. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it, great... look, look, it looks like the dining hall in that office from earlier. Like just the yeah. building, they, they go and have a yeah, lunch yeah, in the canteen yeah. and stuff. Um, yeah, it's very not casino y. No, and he puts on his X ray glasses 
and we get to see bras and pants and guns. Which I feel would be useful at other times too. You only mm. use them in this one occasion. Like those, those are pretty, pretty useful things, surely. Mm. Ah, by the by. Um, and then he says very loudly, I want to see Valentin Sukovsky. And then that bloke comes over and says, uh, no, or something. And he, <laughs> and he, and he, and he, he hits him and then pins him to the bar with his own knife. And um, <clears throat> so then Bullion turns up, played by Goldie. Yeah, I forgot he was in this. Yeah, and he says, Mr. Zagoski will be delighted to see you. He's not bad, considering. <laughs> no, he's, he's fine. Um, he's pretty good, actually. In fact, I think him and Robbie Coltrane are a weirdly great double act. <laughs> they really yes, are. I really enjoy them. They're pretty fun. Uh, I remember at the time everyone was like, oh, he's going to be... I remember the papers saying, oh, gold is going to be like a new Jaws because of his gold teeth. No, he's they didn't not, do anything with that. He's just like old Goldie. He just loves gold. <laughs> um, so Zagoski sat in his office feeding caviar to some sexy ladies called Mina and Varushka. Caviar is shit, by the way. Oh, I've never had it. It looks horrible. I've what, tried it caviar? once a party thing. It's just like it's, it's, it's not like not vile. It's just this it doesn't. It's like a sort of vaguely cold stuff with a vaguely fishy taste. And like this doesn't seem like it's worth the the kudos it's got. You know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, you stick to sausage rolls, mate. I, yeah. my, I'm yeah. t- when my sister. Oh, this is definitely going to betray my class aspirations. But my sister, when she was little, would only <laughs> eat caviar for large swathes of time. Oh my god! What? Yeah, she Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't even know how a kid first tries caviar, but she had it, and she would. We always. Well, I remember as a kid, always had caviar in the house. It's all she'd fucking eat. Oh my god! Where do you get it that, that, yeah. in, in that time and place? Tesco's. Okay, so you can get caviar. Okay, I just assumed it was one of those really exclusive things. Because I've never looked nah. at it. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. There was caviar, and there was like off-brand caviar. Right. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Caviarish. Okay. Yeah. So it's like the Tesco Value Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola, yeah. Coca-Cola. <laughs> Roller caviar. <laughs> Panda caviar. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, um, Bond says, "Valentine, the girls need to leave," and then Valentine says, "Bull." Give them an inch. And I'll be like, <laughs> don't tell everyone. <laughs> yeah. uh, and yeah. then there he, he throws the um, flag he captured from one of those flying lawnmower things. And Zukoski goes, I think we both need a drink. He says, this is Russian Special Services Atomic Energy Anti-Terrorist Unit. That's a long, that's a long <laughs> title. Isn't it? Sounds like a So Solid crew. Pond reveals he knows that Reynard is behind it and Valentin's face drops he then uh, sorry then Valentin basically gives them another potted history of Reynard that we had earlier I I I kind of think at this point can we have you know look don't tell because all we've heard about is Reynard but we haven't seen him yet yeah and I know he's supposed to there was a cut scene where he was in it at the beginning with the sniper rifle but fucking hell oh was that supposed to be him was it yeah 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 Oh, is that right? I assumed it was a cigar girl who'd run up the building, yeah, crossed the road, and gone up. No, in a cut scene, he's across the street with the sniper rifle. Oh, right. Okay, I thought it was her. And there was, was a like, scene Jesus with him and Cigar Christ, Girl. I shouldn't be wearing heels today. And just, yeah. <laughs> it was okay. him and Cigar Girl and him telling her about the plan, but they cut it because they thought it was more had more impact with him coming out of the farty caves later. Okay, yeah. Oh, God. <sighs> and then uh, he's talking to oh. Valentin, and then he spots on the CCTV the Electra's walked in. So they both go and see her, and Bond's like, what are you doing out of the house? <laughs> yeah, <very> much, yeah. <laughs> Basically what he says. Yeah. And she says, I refuse to be scared. And then she plays this card game with Valentin for a million dollars. So stupid. <laughs> so ridiculous. And she loses. Yeah, it's, who who could pick up the highest card? That's, that's yeah, literally what it is. It is. Yeah, it might as well have been. How many sweeties are in this jar? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, 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 because that's be something they can rig. Because yeah, yeah. Imagine if it just they were praying like just fucking happy families or something. Go, oh, that could have gone either way. <laughs> just to give a connect forward would be fun as well. Yeah. Okay, everyone, we're going to play Twister. Okay, so hang on, wait a minute. Sophie Marceau is going to play Twister with Robbie Coltrane, and she's going to lose. Hang on, something's up here. I think she's bribing him. Um, So, yeah, she loses, and then uh, Bond tells, he says to her, you don't have to do this, and she says, there's no point living if you can't feel alive. (coughs) Which will come important later. 
Well, does it? Uh, this is such a <laughs> mound of porridge, this whole section, because I'm just like, yeah. this is so dull, guys. Um, so then Electra draws the Queen of Hearts, loses, and then um, she turns to Bond and asks if he wants to come back to her place. And he says, this is a game I can't afford to play. She's like, I don't charge. Yeah, I'm just sure. <laughs> Hang on. You dirty bastard. <laughs> but then we cut to the devil's breath. Oh, my God. Which sounds like a really eggy guff. This really annoyed me. <laughs> yeah. Because right? I... The thing about Bond films in the old days were they would go to exotic places mm-hmm. and film then. You'd be like, oh, cool. This is seeing a part of the world you've never seen. They've just made this up. Yeah. They've just put yeah. a bunch of gas canisters in the back of Pinewood and said, yeah, fuck you all. Yeah. That is essentially it. <laughs> it did. It, 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 looks, it, looks, it looks like the set's actually caught fire. They haven't stopped filming. Yeah. Yeah. Go, oh, we'll so pretend... We'll tr- hey, where's Robert and Thingy? Right in why the set's on fire, will you? Quick, <laughs> we're going to do this before brunch. <laughs> it does look like that. It's just like it's, it's not well. It reminds me of nothing but trouble. That permanent I mean, fire thing underground. But oh, that yeah. wasn't a good. That's not a good comparison. No, you know? no. we let Desmond Cowell have a go on the bagpipes, and he's fucked the place. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, wouldn't it be brilliant if the end of this film was like Clash of the Titans, and that Renard turned into a giant um, monster, and Bond pulls Lewin's head out of a bag? Turns them into stone. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, I'd love that, but yeah. I think they definitely Barbara Broccoli would be like to the two writers going, "You missed the brief on this a little bit." I don't know. I mean, they, they still get work now on bomb films, so they probably do. They fine. really? Are they still doing yeah, it? Yeah, they they wrote No Time to Die. <sighs> so Renard is displeased with the failure of the flying lawnmowers attack, <laughs> and uh, Davidoff arranged it. So Davidoff's in with Renard. And another man called Dr. Arkoff, who's a big fat man. <laughs> I, just, I just want you to remember that. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, it comes important later. I've forgotten <laughs> this. I watched this last week. I've, I, this is not a very memorable film, so a lot of this has fallen up my head. i got to Google Dr. Arkoff now, because I thought he was the bloke from Flash Gordon. Oh, yeah, he is, yeah. That's Zarkoff. <laughs> Zarkoff. Oh, yeah, yeah. She loves you. Um, so Arkoff has doubts about the mission, so Renard kills him. Oh, he also mentions that the uh, the Parahawks are supposed to be returned. So you, you fucking you've rented you've rented flying lawnmowers to kill someone. They've all got blown up. It's like you going, who's going to fucking pay for these? He's taking that back to Avis. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, any problems? No, no. Um, do you put petrol back in? Yeah, definitely. Um, is this is this guts? Uh, where where this guts spear? Oh, there might be. I think I might have drove through some guts. Uh. <laughs> I mean, there's literally a stunt about this in Jackass where they return that car all fucked up. Uh, yeah, but that's yeah, but that's the joke. It's like it's yeah. fifteen dollars a day. Yeah. Oh my god! So they rented <laughs> they rented all these parahawks and they all got blown up. <laughs> he's lost his he's lost his deposit, lost and that's why he's deposit. killing people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the um, <clears throat> again back to the nearer stuff. The whole holding burning coals, and he makes Davidoff hold one as a sort of mm. dominance thing because he can hold it because he's doesn't feel pain at all. Yeah, how's that but, fair? But but also the, there are people who exist who can't feel pain. It's a weird genetic quirk sometimes, and they are generally it's, it's a really hard life because just because you can't feel the pain doesn't mean you're not being damaged. No, so his, his hand should be like screwed for the foreseeable. Now he just basically set fire to it. Mm. It doesn't mean he can use it just because he's you know, reminded of what matters. Not it doesn't completely work that way. So every time he gets shot and stuff. He is still being shot. He just mm. <laughs> just because he doesn't feel the pain doesn't mean he's not compromised. But he has but, got a yeah. bullet in his head. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Do you reckon? And that's just bothering him a little bit. So I mean, if he's got <laughs> Savlon's going to sort out the rest. He must be a nightmare at, um, when he's going through airports. I was, I was thinking the exact same <laughs> thing. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a bullet in my head. What? I've got a piercing. Uh, well. <laughs> I've got yeah, yeah. I've got a note from a doctor. <laughs> this man has a bullet in his head. Signed, Doctor Man. <laughs> I've got a Prince. I've got a Prince Albert. Where in my mint julep or blancata? I'll whip it out then. No, no, no. Uh, anyway, so he he says to Renard says to uh, Davidoff, "You're taking Arkoff's place," and he says, um, "Don't be late." I mean, he's, you've got to commend him for his punctuality. Some, it winds people up sometimes that people don't turn up on time. Mm. Um, so then Bond and Electra do have it off. And then after they've had sex, he brings out his sensual pillow talk of saying, so what was it like when you were kidnapped? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it's a little bit... uh, Oh, mate. And she's like, it was a bit like that, to be honest with you. 
Yeah, went on for ages. That's like having it off with um, Simon Weston and saying, hey, what's, what's the matter with your face? <laughs> <laughs> I was enjoying sensual lovemaking and now you've made me think about something that makes me sad. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> so she says, she, she says, it's how I survive. And then she says, um, how do you survive the bond? And he says, I take pleasure in great beauty. What's that mean? Nothing. No, nothing. nothing. Um, I like banging nines and above, is what he means. <laughs> Not age, just so you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. have to point that out. Just, well, no, yeah, yes, above nine, but even higher. I'm talking tw- 20 plus. Yeah. But even then, no, I'm going to say 30, 33 plus. No, that's not true. No, it's not true, is it? No. Um, yeah. So it's dark in King's offices. Bond's gone in there to have a look round, and then Davidoff turns up. So Bond goes out and has a look in Davidoff's car, and in the boot he finds a dead Dr. Arkoff. So then Davidoff does his new ID, because he changes his ID for Arkoff's, and then he comes out to his car, opens it, and then Bond's in the boot. And Bond kicks him and then shoots him twice in the chest and kills him. Yeah, no, that seemed really random to me, because... Yeah. Is he looking for the mole? Is he looking for the guy who could tell him everything and logically that's Davidoff? Also, where's Arkoff gone? <laughs> he put him in the glove box. Because <laughs> he's a rotund fella. <laughs> I reckon he puts, he, puts, he, well, he puts Davidoff in the skip, doesn't he? Yeah. Imagine when the Biffer people turn up on Monday and there's Arkoff <laughs> and Davidoff in there. <laughs> Biffer people. <laughs> this is supposed to be in a blue bin. These <laughs> <laughs> aren't hardcore for a start. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there, no, let's uh, see the bum on that one. It's supposed to separate clothes from What are you corpses, talking about, Dave? <laughs> Just making a joke. Admin, admin. Um, so he goes to the airport uh, and meets um, the, the goons that are waiting for him. <clears throat> and uh, one of them just says to him, let's go, it's getting late. And then he says, where's Davidoff? And Bond, realising he has to be a Russian, goes, uh... He's buried with work. Does he do a Russian accent? He sounds something pretty British to me. No, he's, he's decided to do a Russian accent. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. So then he goes to the airplane and one of them says, did you bring them the grease? Right? And then he looks in the bag and he hands him a pair of trainers. And the guy's like, great. What is this? I don't understand. <laughs> no, good. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, it, I thought, is this product placement? Are they trying to sell those trainers? They never actually mentioned what they are or... I think they're trying to say that that's the fee for flying them. I don't know, but it's a it's a very odd moment. Yeah. Um. So Bond, um, gets on the plane and then he goes to the bathroom and then he changes his the the Arkoff ID again. So the photo on that thing must be stick out <laughs> by like an inch. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all suspicious. No. Uh. So he's handed his uniform. They get to the airfield. Uh. And they meet a colonel who says to Bond as Dr. Arkoff. I'm a keen admirer of your research, he says. What he should say is, hang on, aren't you a big fat bloke? <laughs> yeah. I got that. Like, what, so Arkoff meant to look exactly like James Bond, but we know he doesn't because we've already seen him. So. And this bloke's a keen admirer of him, so you yeah, know what he looks like. Who, he's, a, he's a big deal on this nuclear bomb site. Well, so. Yeah, <laughs> but in the old days, because it were online, how often would you actually see an academic's picture it's not like he had a dr arc of calendar you know (laughs) (laughs) i'd love to see that him in a little bathing suit for for july yeah oh you know touching over a reactor yeah touching his lips and another finger on his buttock (laughs) yeah but but it's it's a nuclear weapon site do you think there'd be some level of scrutiny or security yeah you think you think i mean it Mm. fails anyway so yeah uh, and uh so he's he has to pretend to be a russian doctor at this point but then we meet dr christmas jones oh god God. jesus (laughs) christ i i'm gonna say this this is something no one's said about she is perfectly good in it she's fine for what she has to do yeah what it is is it's the worst role ever written for a person Mm. ever with the worst name as well just for one joke yeah yeah she might as well be called easter spunk tits (laughs) <laughs> which isn't that far from warm flash to be no, fair that's true uh, but she says um, yeah, don't make doctor any doctor was... jokes I've heard them all there don't any jokes right. I've heard them all oh yeah any but, jokes and he says I, I don't know any doctor jokes mm. she'll be like why are you talking like Dracula <laughs> <laughs> also I will say that again it's a terrible written, written role I mean 
regardless of how she looks, Denise Richards is 28 here. It's pretty much logically impossible to be 28 years old and at this level of high respected nuclear scientist. Right. Takes at least 10 years. All right. Yeah. <laughs> takes at least 10 years to get to that point. Maybe she started Academic when she was 18. Jealousy. Yeah. Which, Maybe yeah, she, she did. Yeah. She would have just qualified now and then you can't. <laughs> No, it doesn't work that way, guys. Right? She's the, she's the dimension houser of the yes. nuclear set. Yes, exactly. Well, I would love to see that backstory then, because that Which sounds is, brilliant. They're both in Starship Troopers as well, so that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, do you have probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was Piers Brosnan was. No, no. <laughs> I yeah, he that. played the big fat bug at the end. <laughs> ah, the big fat bug, I'm a keen aware of your work. <laughs> and it's just Piers Brosnan. Hello. <laughs> I don't know any doctor jokes. <laughs> Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Um, so... She says to him, oh, you better go. Your friends are waiting for you on the lower level. So they're going to go down and look at the, the, the rocket or whatever. And then as he's leaving, she tests him. She says in Russian, your English is very good for a Russian. And then Bond turns around and says, I studied at Oxford in Russian. She's not going to catch James Bond out with Russian. No, he's, he's practically lived in Russia. James Bond can speak Russian. I think that's, that's fairly obvious, isn't yeah. it? It'd be very weird if he couldn't given his literal career. Yeah. So Bond goes down there and then catches Renard and puts a gun to his head. He's about to kill him. And I was enjoying this side of Brosnan's Bond because he's literally like putting the silencer on, mm. going through the motions, about to just kill a man. Quite like that. But then Renard says, um, uh, you, I couldn't kill you. You were working for me. You delivered the money, killed King, and now you've brought me the plane. And then he says, oh, well, you'll be dead. You can't enjoy it. And then he says, there's no point living if you can't feel alive. Bond's like, what? What did you say? Mm. Save Martha. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, but before he can... Kind of like, come across mm. a bit feeble here. He, yeah, yeah. He's not, he's not exactly imposing, is he? No, this is what I was talking about earlier. You need something to... If he can't feel any pain and he's strong, you need a scene... You know, like mm. in that Batman film where Bane beats up Batman and yeah, breaks his back and all why, that. Why he's formidable at some point, yeah. Yeah, you don't have that with Renard at all. He seems he picked up just, a hot rock. That's well, really. well, yeah. Imagine if he took the rock out of his pocket and he just jammed <laughs> it in Pierce Brosnan's face. And he's like, "What are you doing? Oh, it's gone cold. Sorry, sorry." <laughs> it was like sixteen hours ago. <laughs> I've been walking around with this, and I can't feel it. See, I can't feel it. I got this for Christmas. <laughs> so it would have gone cold by now. I don't yeah. know why. Yeah, Renard's not from Kamar then. No, no, he's not. I wish he was though. Yeah, <laughs> fucking grab that, you prick. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm give you, make, hold my hold my hot thermos. It's got my soup in it. It's gonna burn you. But then all hot the guards soup. turn up. No worth living if it can't be alive. <laughs> all <laughs> the guards turn up and says one of them says anyway. He and then Christmas Jones says he can't be Arkoff. Arkoff is sixty three. And I look at Pierce. I'm going. Well, he could be fucking 63. stone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she should say I he's drink a, a lot of water. <laughs> she should say he can't be Arkoff. Arkoff's a big fat fella. 
Also, Denise Richards, are you giving someone else shit for being too young to be a proper scientist? Yeah. Because that's a little bit hypocritical. Stay in the lane, bitch, she'd say. (laughs) Um, But the colonel refuses to listen to Bond when he says Renard is stealing the bomb and demands he drop the gun. Bond drops the gun and then Renard has to go at the colonel. And then he says to Bond, you could have had me. But I knew you couldn't shoulder the responsibility and, and grabs his bad shoulder. Yep, last time that comes relevant, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't come up again, does it? That doesn't mean the plot thing. So then they kill everybody and they're about to get away <laughs> and Bond manages to overpower everybody and there's a good shot here I like where Renard's in the lift, Bond rushes up to the lift, fires and the bullet hole appears in the glass right where Renard's head is, mm. which is only made bad by the fact that uh, Robert Carlyle flinches. It always annoys me. Shouldn't flinch. Yeah, I can see that. He's supposed to be a hard man. Mm. I'd say take that again, darling, but don't flinch this time, okay? We'll ca- we'll, we'll we'll cover it again in um, World Is Not Enough fourteen up. <laughs> um, so then they they escape from the place, and he gets to say his line in his Pierce Brosnan voice when she says, "Who are you?" and he goes, "Band, James Band." <laughs> and, and they get outside, and then she says, "Oh, don't worry, we can track the warhead with the internal locator card." And Bond pulls it out of his pocket and goes, "You mean like this one I just found downstairs?" And she's like. Ooh. I'm going to say now. You. I'm going to say now that having the locator card in a nuclear weapon be easily removable is a bad design choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah just say maybe it's like a SIM card. Thing. You got to change it when you change providers. Yeah, I think that's probably what it is. <laughs> Who's your bum? Bye. Oh, orange. <laughs> yeah. well, but their tariff has gone up, so I'm thinking yeah. of moving to three. Uh, they merged, didn't they? They're, they're, what's it? E now? So Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, not back then, though. No, no, not then. So wait, is the, is the bit where he sw- he's he's on the gantry and he's on fire? That that's this bit, right? Yeah. Has he been on fire yet? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Because yeah, uh, there bit. was a continuity error because he's on fire and then the stuntman's on fire and then it cuts to Pierce Brosnan and he's not on fire. Yeah. And but this is the scene apparently Sean Connery visited the set. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. And he saw Pierce Brosnan doing that <laughs> that that stunt and he goes. Something along the lines of "fuck that." <laughs> He's just like, "They better be paying you." I wouldn't even go in a shark tank. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so a lot of things have changed. And, but he was—he seemed really hard, the old Sean Connery. But he was like, "I'm not doing any of that." No, you can see that when you watch them in HD. You can see he's barely doing anything. It's Bob Simmons. Oh. <laughs> um, well, they, when he did the—is it uh, Thunderbolt where he's in the shark tank? Yes. And they lied to him and said that they had enough plexiglass to... Because f- he's supposed to be on one side of the glass, yes. the shark's on the other, mm-hmm. and they, they didn't have enough glass in Jamaica, wherever they filmed it. Yeah. So they said, ah, he won't notice till the end. And then he swam to the end of the plexiglass, and the shark is right there looking at him. He's yeah. like, and I'm getting out now. Yeah, the water <laughs> and goes brown. furious. Yeah, the water <laughs> goes right brown. Yeah. Screams for Q to get his boat. Q, call this fucker. So then M and Tanner are back at MI6 tracking the possible locations of where Renard's plane might go. But then she gets a call from Electra and she wants M to come and look after her because she's scared. She says Bond's gone missing and her head of security is dead. She's worried she might be next. So then M says, right, well, I'm, I'm coming. And someone should say to her, don't be so stupid. <laughs> you've, got, you've, got, um, you've got many double O agents you could send. Yeah, you've got at least nine, it turns out. So. <laughs> So then Electra, she's finished... Well, messaging. eight now, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's finishing messaging him, and then you hear the sound of someone getting hit, and she goes and have a look, and it's Bond. And then we get Pierce Brosnan doing some wonderful acting. And he says, <laughs> No sense in living if you can't feel alive. That's what you said, isn't it? <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, that, this impression is good off the reservation now, isn't it? <laughs> pretty much what he says. After all, there's no point in living if you can't feel alive. Isn't that right, Electra? Isn't that your motto? <laughs> it's not very fun. That was Jimmy Cagney, plus James Bond, then. Yeah. yeah Careful alive, she. <laughs> <laughs> he then puts on his little white coat and goes, you got Stockholm Syndrome. Not a thing, by the way. Yeah, it's not a thing. It's, um, it's a total, yes, it it's is. A Swansea Syndrome. No, Swansea it's Syndrome. It's yeah. where people stay. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> That's a large media creation. It's never been recognised by the uh, psychiatric community properly. Because this is all based on the idea of, was it Patty Duke, who was kidnapped and then yes, ended up Stockholm. joining her kidnappers? Now, I don't know if you noticed, 
But I said Patty Duke, who was an actress. I meant Patty Hearst, of course. But obviously, I only thought of that after he recorded, because I'm an idiot. So I thought I'd put it in there now. Thank you. Carry on. So it's well, not a recognised thing. No. Also, it's like the original phrase was made up by a psychiatrist in Stockholm who got um, called out by one of the victims who he wasn't helping properly, a kidnap victim. So he, he essentially, the accusation is he came up with it to try and explain why you should ignore her because uh, <laughs> uh, she's gone mad with lust for a kidnapper. And mm. um, it's caught on because it's, it's narratively helpful in many ways. Yeah. Okay, well, bad psychiatrist there. Uh, he accuses Electra of being behind everything and working with Renard, which earns him a big slap. And then she explains away that, of course he would have known about the shoulder. You were wearing a sling at the funeral. And then she switcheroos it and goes, anyway, you were hiding about knowing Renard was behind it all, you shit. She, she makes some very valid points, which is actually <laughs> quite, quite fun to see. Yeah. yeah. And then you slap me and fucked off, yeah, <laughs> you prick. Good point. Uh, yeah. And then she finds out Renard has struck again at one of her pipelines and that ten men are dead. So then she tells, she says, she says to Bond, anyway, you're fucking useless. M's coming to sort everything out. And he's like, well, I'd like to see her jumping off buildings and stuff. <laughs> so you're useless. I've, I've called Judy Dench to come and protect yeah. me. Imagine any scenario. I mean, you could say that if it was like, if you were bad in an amateur dramatics production. <laughs> anyway, you can go, we're getting Judy Dench in. What? To do Run For My Wife? Yeah. <laughs> well, she was in the film. That's true. I forgot that. Yeah. Um, so M arrives at uh, the King HQ in a helicopter. She demands an update from Bond and he shows her the locator card and explains that they can't track it. Um, he also tells her that he thinks Electra is behind everything. And M says, well, why would she kill her own father? And he says, I don't know. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. Yeah. Have the rest of the day off. Yeah. Again, it's, it's, it's the correct answer. He, he generally doesn't know. Mm. So. so then the screens all light up. A cleaning robot thing has been sent through the pipeline and it's got a bomb on it. And it's heading for the oil terminal where it'll do the most damage and destroy the only source of oil for the West's reserves for the next oh. century. Can I just, just say, who, who gives a fuck? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's... It's just nobody cares. Barbara Broccoli apparently had read some article about the future. And I know in the real world, all supplies matter. Mm. But in a Bond film, oh, yeah. bollock off. Yeah. At this point, it gets very um, Phantom Menace trade embargo blockade. Yes. Yeah, who, yeah. Oh, really? All right, I guess that's important. But So Bond and, uh, like, sorry, Bond and Christmas. Jesus Christ. They go in a helicopter to go and sort it out and they get on the robot thing. And, How uh, was yeah. she involved in this? How was she any use? Why didn't she piss off? Well, because she's she's going to defuse the bomb. But she's but no, she's <laughs> any, they could get someone else rather than a civilian. They've got people who defuse bombs all the time. No, they've only got 007, M they've, and and, yeah. and and Q severed head. <laughs> He'd have a better go of it. He'd have a better go of it. Just imagine if Bond's like, I've got an idea. Opens the door, just chucks Q's head in, closes it, and then goes, Well, that didn't work. How <laughs> much? Yeah, yeah. That's what he would have yeah. wanted, though. Because <laughs> then you could have a post credit scene where someone opens the door and his head falls out and says, See you next time. Yeah. Q's head will return in. <laughs> <laughs> that's not as, that's, that's better than the, the spin-off idea they had for a Jinx movie. So, oh yeah, yeah. Right, what was the other than there was going to be a movie? What was the idea? Oh, it was just going to be like a spy movie, but with Jinx instead of Bond. <laughs> it would have been fucking nobody, awful. Nobody needs that, and a lot of green screen probably if it's based on Die Another Day. Had Q severed head. He could he could invent himself a little mode of transport for the head, like a little tiny wheelchair for a head. Q7 Head would be a great cameo in anything, though. Like, fuck it. Home Improvement. Wilson. Played by Q7 Head. It's just at the stage, I'm just holding up the head over the fence, making friends with Tim Allen. But obviously, he is quite dead. Like, he doesn't move at all, and he's rotting. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's just, it's just somebody moving the little. Yeah. Moving the lips to make it. To, I'm, I'm miming it right now, which is no yeah. help in the podcast. But, no, sure. <laughs> but it's just a. Like, idea for me, a. Me, me. Your cutscene where, like he says, Bond, don't take a civilian to defuse the bomb. John Cleese is on his way. And he just gets you at gunpoint. Get in the fucking helicopter. We're going right now. To be fair, that would make more sense. He yeah, seems like yeah. he's got because she's a nuclear physicist. She's not a nuclear bomb engineer. Well, that's what she's been doing this whole time, though, isn't she? She's she's been uh, defusing bombs. Yeah. Oh, is she? Yeah. yeah oh, that, I missed that. that. I thought she was I just think, standing. Around. 
that was the whole point of this 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 nuclear place, whatever it is. It looks like it's to, to deal with bombs decommission nuclear weapons. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, oh, okay. Yeah. <coughs> um, oh, all right then. I missed so that. They go in the tunnel on this thing like a little robot sleigh. Yeah. And um, they find the bomb. They catch up with it. They find the bomb. It's in the tube that we're in. Yeah. And uh, she's <laughs> like, not a lot of places they can hide it here, isn't it? She says there's something wrong. She says uh, the 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 plutonium's been taken out. It's just going to explode. That's it. Also, and they're it, doing this. She's just moving this bomb in like a, in a tube in a sort of rockety sled going, going eighty miles an hour. Yeah. With nowhere near of near enough slipstream to warrant that. But. Also, having a normal conversation with no yep. noise. No noise whatsoever. She'd be like this. You'd be like what? <laughs> Uh, he says, let it explode. She's like, why? And he goes, just do it, just do it. So they let it explode. And then um, Electra's guard, who looks like a werewolf, he says the bomb was a dud, um, but it blew up. And then so Bond's dead. Electra offers sympathies and hands over to M her father's lapel pin. And she says, it's very valuable. I couldn't let it explode with the rest of him. Electra reveals that she wanted the money to kill her father for M for the part that was played in the kidnapping. Yeah. Which again begs the question why Cigar Girl was on that boat shooting into a room, but never mind. Uh, so M slaps her and then gets taken away. Meanwhile, Bond and Jones emerge from the wreckage of the pipeline. And he says, well, now that we're dead, we can do what we like. And she's like, should we go to Hawaii? And he's like, no, 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 I mean, investigate <laughs> stuff. And then she says, well, if, we, if I don't get that plutonium back, someone's going to have my ass. And he looks yeah, her up and down and says, well, first things first. <laughs> Oh, also, mate. she's more concerned about a career than you know the terrorist, the nuclear bomb. Yeah, proper capitalist, fair play to her. Also, I know there's been at this point thirty-five years of bawdy talk, mm. but I just don't like it when Bond goes anal. Mm. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Think it's something he would. about like no, no, and just no. like oh, not even for Christmas. No, no. <laughs> I think, no, I've, I've said this before, I think he's very much a straight-down-the-line missionary man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we see later on, he is, yes. Yeah, we do see that later on, you're right. Yeah. Um, so then Bond suddenly remembers, oh, well, Zukovsky's Casino, something dodgy happened right before my eyes, right in front of me, and I didn't notice. Uh, so then we cut to Istanbul. <laughs> Renard arrives at Lecturer's house, um, and they embrace, and he, he's brought her a half a ball of plutonium, and um, he asks her to weigh it in her hand. <laughs> Because that's how it works, yeah. And then he goes, cough. (laughs) 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 Only joking. It'd be much better if he was like that. Only joking, love. Mike Reed should have played him. (laughs) (laughs) And when she's like, oh, bombs are skate, he should do that. Oh, for crying out loud. (laughs) 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 What are you doing to me, Electra? And and then the Electra goes, I've got a present for you. And he's like, "Oh, oh, what could it be? Like... A Game Boy or something? No, it's M in a cupboard. <laughs> this is this is the start of, and it's from this Bond film onwards. M has to be part of the plot from these yeah. films, and I fucking hate it. Yeah, and it's a, it's a recurring trope of she's being uh, persecuted by someone who one of her decisions impacted on badly. Mm. And that comes just a go-to plot line now, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, and, and and even when Ray Fiennes takes over, he has to be involved in the action. It's like just. Fucking bookend the film with them and let Bond do stuff. Yeah. Oh. What's what? What's what? You becoming this senior if you have to keep going into the field? You know, that's one of the perks, isn't it? Just sit, sit behind a desk, let someone else do it. Yeah. Uh, so Electra tells M she will. She's going to take back the Empire her father stole, and says MI6 will leave you to rot just as they did with me. I'm thinking they won't, because she's, <laughs> she's in charge of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they honestly won't love others. Uh, and then she says to M, she gets a bit passag with um, Renard M. She goes, uh, oh, well, well done for turning Electra evil. And he's like, well, I didn't do it. You did. And she goes, he said she's worth 50 of me. Well. Wow. Financially, probably, yeah. Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's he got going for him? <laughs> Apart from run, run around. Oh, I forget. It's not Mike Reed, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I forget. It's not Mike Reed. <laughs> a common problem these days. So he puts a clock on a stool, not like that, and and tells her that at noon exactly the following like day, yeah, he, he lays one out on the floor and puts a clock on it. He says, your time's up by noon tomorrow. I'm trying to sell these on Etsy. I don't think you're going to. Yep. It's called Time Flies and Shit. 
Um, so um, then Renard and Electra go to bed together, and he mentions how nice she feels, and she goes, "Well, how do you know?" Yeah, it's really harsh. For fuck's like, sake! <laughs> What's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> and um, he um, then punches a table in fury. Oh, so, wait, I'm a bit confused by this because they go to bed together, but she's nude. Mm. She's yeah, nude. And he's still got his t-shirt and jeans on. He's probably like, he's, a bit unsettling that. So he's probably like, do you mind if I leave the sports vest on during? <laughs> but he's basically got his jeans on. He's, he just rubbed up against her and said, oh, that was enough for me. Cheers. Yeah, I think that's probably <laughs> what he does. I probably have to go change my 501s now, but thank you. Well, she, she brings some ice from the uh, Bollinger um, to mm. her, help his hand. Um, and, he's, and he says he feels nothing. She then gets him basically to say, do you want to have a go on my unmentionables? <laughs> and he's like, all right. Might as well. I feel nothing inside. Yeah, but he's like, I don't feel anything. He's like, oh, well, what if I stroke my face with an ice cube? I don't see how that helps. But yeah. Crack on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bloody hell, love. Just get the message for you. I can't feel anything. Oh, for crying out loud, Electra. <laughs> um, Everything is dead, Dave. Everything <laughs> the way it's just dead. Oh, what are you doing to me, Electra? <laughs> um, so, um, Zakowski goes to his Caspian Sea caviar factory. <laughs> Not a euphemism. Not a euphemism. <laughs> no, <excellent laughs> and he gets in his room and Christmas Jones is sat in the office in a little dress and he goes, how did you get in here? I must contact my head of security and congratulate him. That doesn't make sense. All right, Jimmy. Well, he's, uh, oh, he's great. He's always trapping me women in the office. Oh, oh thank, thank him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's, not, it's not his woman. Oh, never mind, never mind. And then Bond comes out from behind the door and basically says, what were you doing in the, the casino? And then, mm-hmm. before he can get an answer, the, the, the helicopters with blades turn up. Yep. That's much better than sending like a crack team of mercenaries and machine guns. <laughs> yeah. How can we do this in the most conspicuous way possible? And again, it's an action sequence, but it's so fucking dull. Mm. It really is, yeah. I mean, he gets in his Bond car and that gets cut in half and he goes, Q's going to kill me. It's got like radio-controlled missile launchers. Was it, oh, that was never mentioned, was it? No. But no. Yeah, okay. No, it's, it's Q's fishing car. So he's going to bowl us again. Fishing car. In case he gets attacked by a pterodon or something. Yeah. <laughs> what we don't realise is that Q is actually cracked time travel and he's going back to this prehistoric age and hunting prehistoric, <laughs> prehistoric animals. <laughs> Much better plot than this film. Yep. <clears throat> and then we get the, the really, really sad sight of Robbie Coltrane having to jump into a caviar pit. Yeah, I thought it was oil for a while, because obviously there's a bit of oil talk, but mm. it's, it's, a, it's a vat of caviar which they have there for reasons. Which now is ruined. Yeah. You shouldn't put it... I mean, caviar's expensive stuff. You shouldn't just leave it open to the air in a dockside warehouse, should no. you? Imagine someone eating that and going, this tastes like balls. <laughs> <laughs> Sweaty, fat balls. <laughs> More so than usual. <laughs> That's just... That means it's expensive, darling. Yes, you're right. <laughs> mm, yum, yum. It's like <laughs> put that on the label. <laughs> Coltrane's yeah. caviar, sweaty fat balls. <laughs> uh, pot noodle. <laughs> <laughs> like normal caviar, but with more balls. <laughs> yeah, brackets, we don't mean attitude. <laughs> we mean actual sweaty testicle gonads. Uh, so oh. then he grills Sikorsky while he's sort of floating in the caviar and reveals that the money was for Sikorsky's nephew is in the Navy and he's smuggling machinery um, for her in Istanbul. And then the entire ca- cavi- the entire factory collapses and Sikorsky says, oh, the insurance company is never going to believe this. Yes, they will, because they have investigators who will see all of those blown up helicopter wreckages around and say, oh, I see your... Plant was attacked by helicopters of blades. No problem. We'll pay out, sir. A lot of, lot of yeah. chainsaw blades randomly around here. That, uh, that checks out. Yeah, and dead bodies. <laughs> yeah, Lots of dead these bodies. are the key ones. Yeah. My, it's my first week in the insurance racket, but I know a carcass <laughs> when I see it, and that is one there. It looks like Noel Edmonds Jonestown, <laughs> <laughs> which was the way he opened after Blobby World, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so, Zukowski takes Bond and Jones to the ex-KGB hideout in Istanbul, um, and they're trying to chase the submarine, and then Bond discovers yeah. it's a nuclear-class submarine. They're not setting off a bomb. They're going to cause meltdown via the sub's reactor and destroy Istanbul. Yes, and take out several pipelines, so only her pipeline... Uh, yeah. Which would <laughs> may- maybe make everyone think that she was behind it. I don't know, just thinking. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, and then the submarine turns up at Electra's house and he says, oh, let me, and Renard turns up and says, I'm here to bring your men brandy and refreshments. And Electra visits them in her cage and lets her have the clock as it's fallen off the stool. And she, uh, as she leaves, M, as she leaves, M starts mucking with the clock and putting the location card in it, so it turns into a beacon. What a lot of bollocks! Yeah. Yep. Uh, so Zukowski's men pick up the signal. Bond is able to pinpoint exactly where she is, and then Bullion leaves with a suitcase and blows them all up. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, and you think Zukowski's dead, and then Bond, Bonds and jo- Bonds and Jones uh, <laughs> are. Uh, <laughs> are captured and taken to Electra. Uh, and Renard says goodbye to Electra because he's going in the submarine. And she's got a helicopter coming. And then uh, he says to her, the future is yours. Have fun with it. Okay. It's, it's like he sold her a villa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, she goes into a little room. Record, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And Bond's been... Um, she's she's found this antique torture chair. They found an antique torture yep. chair. Yep. Well, no, they, they, they dug it up. Right, wasn't it? They were doing some sort of um, excavation, excavation in, yeah. the, in, the, in the water out in the bay, though. Mm. But it's wooden, mm. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wooden That's, and brass it, and stuff. And it's supposed to be like two hundred, three, four hundred years old. And it's yeah. fine. They just lick a paint, lick a paint. They just keep and hold it. Yeah, and it's a strangling chair for, for strangling people it's in the Yeah, it's yeah. a S and M torture chair, really. It is basically. Oh. Yeah, it comes oh. with a free lemon dispenser. <laughs> uh, don't we all? Um, <laughs> Um, she's she's tightening the thing on Bond, and we get some good Pierce. Pierce is very good at doing like oh, acting. Oh yeah, he's got that. Yeah, and um, she says, "I could have given you the world," and he says, "The world is not enough." Family motto. It is the family motto. You find that out in an, on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Oh, it's a bit of a megalomaniac motto for a family. Isn't it? it is a bit, but they are a bunch oh. of pricks, aren't they? <laughs> That's true. <Yes>. Um, <laughs> So she says she talks about how she got around her kidnappers by using her sexuality as a weapon. Oh, that was your own, isn't it? The bedroom scene. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. So, no, that's, she, just, she just talks about it anyway. That's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Be proud of that. Um, she says to Bond, Do you know what happens when a man gets strangled? And he's like, Oh, typical, I won't be able to enjoy it. She's talking, yeah. We're talking about boners, aren't we? Yeah. Uh, and then Valentine turns up with these men. And yeah. kills Bullion. Robbie Coltrane, action hero. That's not a phrase I ever thought I'd write, but... And then he comes in, and it sounds like he's going to do a joke, because he says, I am looking for a submarine. It's big and black, and the driver's a friend of mine. That's not a cassette. I thought he was going to say, big and black and full of semen. <laughs> um, so Zukowski is then shot by Electra, but before he goes, he uses the gun and his cane to shoot the, th- the brace around Bond's neck. And Electra, being stupid, goes... Huh. He really hates you. It's like, no, you, oh, no. <laughs> no, no. Look again. Yeah. He was three feet away from him. He wasn't going to miss. Yeah. With a really wait, long wait. pistol. Doesn't he... Where does she shoot? Is it the, the leg? She shoots she the ankle brace. Bit. No, oh, it, it's, it's, sorry, it's the, hand, it's the hand, hand yeah. bracelet. Sorry. The hand bracelet. Mm. Yeah, but here's the thing. He's still <laughs> attached by his neck and mm. three other limbs. And all of a sudden, he's able to bend all the way down and do his ankles free. Yeah. It doesn't yep. make sense. I was okay, quite okay. sad. I was quite annoyed that Zukowski dies in this yeah. when I first saw it because I liked his character. Mm. And I thought it was a pretty shitty way for him to go. But there you go. So then he, he gets saves himself. Him. He saves him. He's, He's a heroic death. Yeah. And then he, uh, Brosnan chases Electra up the stairs. And this kills quite cold. Mm. She says, That's You'll right. never kill me. And then um, he just shoots her right in the face and says, I never mm. miss. Which, yeah, which is, I did like these moments because he does hmm. something similar in um, oh, the Tomorrow Never Dies as well. He, he does kill in cold blood more than I think the others do. Yeah, I think you're right. Mm. It's got that in him. And then he sees the submarine leaving, and then he jumps out of the balcony down into the water, and then we get the fucking most interminable twenty minutes yeah. that's ever been committed to Bond screens. Is it twenty so, minutes? It might be more. I just go I really, I tuned out because it was like, oh, this is just fighting in chromey. Yeah, but again, it looks terrible. It's really, really oh, dull okay. on the submarine. Yeah, the submarine's, yeah. submarine's there's no good action sequence because it's so because it's so close quarters. Mm. You can't. There's no sense of scale or scope. It's just pokey rooms and guys running around and bumping into things. I mean, even the fight he has Renard <laughs> is just dull. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really low energy, isn't it? Like 
Yeah. Let's cut a long story short on that one. But Renard gets killed because he fires the plutonium bolt out into his stomach and kills him. Yeah, because apparently plutonium bolts are inserted with the same mechanism as a pen with a spring. Yeah, it looks like a biro, doesn't it? <laughs> well, they, they, are, they are treating this nuclear reactor like it's a Meccano. They're just putting bits in. You, yeah. you can't do that. <clears throat> Imagine if Bond put his knob in. <laughs> and it comes out glowing and yeah. massive. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Godzilla, it just goes huge. Yeah, the, the full title is The World Is Not Enough, but this fucking is love. <laughs> yeah, to put Q's head in there and it just goes mental. Oh, imagine. You turn into some yeah. sort of kaiju. He puts his belly <laughs> and the head in and it's like the fly, and now it's his massive knob with Desmond Fuelin as the bell end. <laughs> Like the thing in Amazing. So they get away and then um they're rescued by a passing tourist boat. So then we cut back to the MI six HQ and they're searching high and low for Bond and Jones. Um Um and but they're still in Turkey because the reason is so Bond can say, I've always wanted to have Christmas in Turkey. That's not even a joke, is it? No. No, and then sense. they're looking for them and then John Cleese has located Bond's BMW that half an hour ago got sawn in half but okay. yeah, I thought I was knackered as well but okay probably cable tied it probably and then they go to <laughs> yeah. nice then they go to thermal imaging to locate them and they're like ah oh, Bond's in bed that's alright yeah. then... humans show up as orange like, oh it's getting redder oh god and then you see a pair of ladies legs spread underneath him Bond's really motionless for a very long time. Very, I think he's died. <laughs> yeah. I think he died on the job, literally. Yeah, and yeah. she and M goes double oh seven. Oh, why is she surprised at this point? It happens yeah. literally every time. Every time. And then we get Cleese going. Oh, it's a premature form of the Millennium Bug. A joke oh. which was old by the time it came out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, fucking hell, lads. Um, oh. and then Bond says, "I was wrong about you." She says, yeah, how so? And he said, I thought Christmas only came once a year. Oh, I ended on that. That's how Bond left the 20th century, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <sighs> a joke about come. <laughs> I warned I mean, you at the beginning. Yeah. I, mean, I can't imagine what Jorky would have done there. I mean, it's just, oh, I can't believe they let that one go. I know. There's yeah. a lot of this that's quite slapdash from a writing point of view. Yeah. So, oh, well. At, at least they got the gig permanently and have written every film since. Hooray! <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. if I start like this, I mean, where do you go from there? Where do you go from there? So that was uh, The World Is Not Enough. It is. I think that's quite enough. I think it's <laughs> definitely quite enough. Don't worry, it got better from here. Did it? No, it didn't. I no, it's another day, off this one. Another day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The worst one. Yeah. The worst one. It's time for the quick-fire question round. And as Dan's done it lots of times, Dean, I'm going to ask these ones to you. And being ever so helpful, I forgot to send them to you. So, Marvelous. So, Dean, what's your favourite Bond film? Um, oh, I waver, but uh, I think last time I said Moonraker, but I've changed my mind since. Hmm. Uh, tempted to say Die Another Day just to be an arse. But hmm. uh, um, sort of thinking about Casino Royale at the moment. I think it's, I, I like the gritty reboot vibe of it. But thinking about Casino Royale. <laughs> um, what's the worst Bond film? Uh, I really can't go home and die another day uh, mm. for various reasons. It just annoys me to my core. Because so. it's too scientifically accurate. Yeah, <laughs> amongst other things. Yeah. Um, if you could uh, give me your best made-up Bond film title. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with Taste Like Balls. <laughs> That's a great one. <laughs> 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 Excellent. Daniel Craig will return. It tastes like Bond. Oh my god! <laughs> I would definitely go see it. Can't wait for the unveiling. Um, Imagine though, wait No one had any doubt, right? I mean, if it's a Bond film, you've definitely seen it. If it comes in and call it tastes like balls, you're like, I'm double going. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Bond is full of silly Dayton names such as Holly Goodhead, Plenty O'Toole, Plenty Smallbones, and Molly Goodflash. Uh, can you give me your best Bond lady name? <laughs> well, last time I said we should revisit the whole um, cephalopod vagina mashup of mm. Mandy Squid binge, so mm. let's go with that again. Um, All right. Sally Cuttlefish Cunt. <laughs> Goodness gracious. <laughs> Sally Cuttlefish Cunt. 
<laughs> I don't suppose know, if you say it quickly, it'd be all right. <laughs> Could be double barreled. Just say it's Russian, it's fine. No one cares. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Maybe you should slow Sally. down. Sally Cuttlefish Cunt. Who would you have as James Bond next, Dean? Ooh, um. Uh, who's the guy who's playing Doctor Who now? Him. Oh, okay. Just to, just to take them all off. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Henry Cavill does it. He plays multiple franchises against mm. one another. Why not? Or Tom Holland. He looks really wide-eyed. I'd like to see a nervous Bond. That might be fun. A nervous four-foot, 18-year-old-looking Bond. <laughs> yeah, that would be hilarious. Yeah, He's be already been Nathan Drake. He took that away from me. He can't have Bond as well. Yeah. yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I all right. Suggestion. Brilliant. Um, thank you very much for being here, Dr. Dean Burnett. Thank you very much, John. Always uh, a pleasure. Always a pleasure. And Dan Thomas, thank you. Thank you. Always lovely. Uh, and we'll see you again soon. Same time, same channel. Uh, and in a new millennium. Or the millennium, as it became known. That's <laughs> what we still call it. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye-bye. I've walked way past midnight I've driven for days I've tried to forget In so many ways I've held other arms But they don't feel the same And I've only myself to blame From city to city I still see your face It follows me around all over I shouldn't look back But I do Just the same And I've only myself To blame I knew It was love But when you are young You think love
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.